Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Mike Sielski, Glenn Macnow. Saturday is high noon in uh, the Delaware Valley. Hold on, I forgot we are going to... Oh, by the way, this hour is brought to us by Meridian Bank. Business banking at its best. Visit them at meridianbanker.com. Um, oh, I know what we we're going to do this hour. Hold on, do I have this right? Yes, I do. It is time for This Week in Philadelphia Sports History, mm-hmm. brought to you by Shy Vintage Sports, where there's a story in every stitch. Visit them at their center city location or their new location in Wayne. Again, best caller of the day is going to get a $50 gift card to Shy Vintage Sports. And Mike, I take you back to this day, back in 1990. Okay. 32 years ago today, as we know, the Eagles play the Washington uh, Commanders, Commies, tomorrow. But they played them on a Monday night football game 30 year, 32 years ago today. Let's give you just a little bit of the highlights. And it is Humphreys fighting his way. has really hurt. Grabbing his right knee. Rossi oh. White twisting back to the inside, and there it is. Look at the right knee pinned underneath. Now find themselves in very dire straits, physically and emotionally, and on the scoreboard as well. Al Michaels, Dan Deardorff. It Frank- was the body bag game, Mike. <laughs> Frank Gifford as well. Oh, yeah, Frank Gifford too. It was the ultimate Buddy Ryan kind of day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there that night. The fans were so jacked up for Monday night football game. It still meant a lot back then. It was a really loud, raucous place. The Eagles fed off the emotion of the Buddy Ryan, or the, well, the fans fed off the emotion of the Buddy Ryan defense, and Washington had nine players go down in that game, ended up with Brian Mitchell playing quarterback. Actually, it led to a rule change that game. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, that led to you got to keep one player aside to be a quarterback or something like that. I yeah, think. if you, you, the kind of emergency quarterback doesn't count against the 53, um, and it was... Listen, I don't root for guys to get injured, but that night the Redskins were just – they were dropping like flies. The Buddy Ryan defense was great. The Eagles won a statement game, finished strong, make the playoffs. I give you the body bag game. Your thoughts? Two words. Overrated. What? What? Whoa. Get him off the show. What? This to me is is the ultimate example of this era of Eagles football – Style over substance. You know what happened oh, later you're, in that you're season? You're like hitting me with a baseball bat to the heart here. Glenn, you... Yeah, 
Yeah. What are you talking about? You know what happened later in that season? The Eagles made the playoffs. You know who they played in the first round? I do. The Washington Redskins. I'm aware of it. You know what the result of that game was? Very much. 21-7 Redskins victory. Okay, so what's your point? My point is that this game to me, look, it has a great name. The body bag game is memorable. Yes. Um, But this to me, this game symbolizes to a great degree the Buddy Ryan era. Yeah, you beat Washington up on a Monday night game. When push came to shove, you lost to him by two touchdowns. <sighs> you can't see these as two separate, unrelated things on a day like today. I'm trying to get the people geeked up. They're playing Washington on Monday night, for God's sakes. Look, I Let get it. Let me give you more. Just I get wait, it. Wait, wait. You can you can spoil it in a minute. Okay. Three sacks that night, three turnovers. Reggie White's first career interception. Two defensive touchdowns that day by the Eagles. Heath Sherman. Ran for 126 yards. How the hell did that happen? Good question. Yeah, I don't know. His career day, that's not really important. Um, But it was for what this town, and I understand the season didn't end well, as they never ended well back in those days. But on that particular night, it was a raucous, festive, crazy night down at Veterans Stadium as the Eagles beat Washington in a great game. I, look, I get it. Sarah, I'm and looking at it in a vacuum. It, in, I think to members of my generation, that oh, maybe I'm, I'm painting there too broad a brush here. Okay. I look back what, at what that. What are you, Gen X? What I'm Gen X. I'm yeah. 47. Okay. I go back to that era, Glenn, and I think about how the Giants won the Super Bowl in 1986 and 1990. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about how Washington won the Super Bowl in 1987 and 1991. Yeah. I'm thinking about how the Cowboys won the Super Bowl in 1991, 1992, and 1994. Mm. And the Eagles didn't win one. No. The Eagles were always this team that gets talked about, and I remember it well. I was, I was a fan back then. It's going to be the Eagles' year one of these years. It has to be. And it never was. Yeah, and it well, was a lot of these Randall moments. got hurt that year. Yeah. Well, he got hurt the following year in 91. No, I'm but, just saying. Yeah. No, yeah. that's the thing you say. Yeah. I know. Um, but that, that era to me, while fun, absolutely at times, is ultimately I look back on with a lot of frustration for Eagles fans. Well, that's a downer. Sorry. Uh, it, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for ruining the well, moment. But, hey, Glenn, what do the kids say? You got to keep it real. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, anyway, uh, that was our moment, Shibe Sports moment in Philadelphia sports history. Hey, Shibe Sports, if you got a gripe, uh, Mike Sielski <laughs> at uh, downer.com. I am fun it at was parties, a great, man. It was a, I am okay. fun at All right. parties. Yeah, there you go. Well, that was it. That was it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yes, uh, in January it got bad, but you know that was, this was November. Okay. We were flying high. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. And then came crashing down. Yeah, you got to figure out now what I'm doing next week on Shibe Sports, how you can <laughs> shoot that thing down. What's the line from uh, Billy Crystal has in, a princess, in The Princess Bride? Why don't you give me a nice paper cut and pour lemon juice on it? There you go. That's All me. All righty. Let's get Pauline in Prospect Park. Hey, Pauline. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Mike. Uh, glad to talk to you guys. I've never been on your show. but oh, well, thank you for being part time. of it. Thanks, Pauline. <laughs> sure. Um, I just want to say it was nice to hear, you know, you talk about the Flyers. I'm excited with Tortorello being the coach. I feel bad for Hart sometimes. It makes me think when Hextall didn't want to bring him up, did we bring him up too soon? I don't know. But, no. you know, I feel like the players just, you know, he's standing out there high and dry half the time, and I'm hoping 
Tortorello will break some of these bad habits. Well, I'll say this, Pauline. One of the things that Torts was known for, certainly in New York when he coached the Rangers, was he had a terrific goalie there, too, in Heinrich Lundqvist. And the style that that team played around Lundqvist was basically to, like, form a shell around him and block shots and cut down on as many scoring opportunities as possible. And Tortorella really demanded a lot of a team that, to be quite honest, had more talent than this Flyers team did. So I think if the Flyers are going to keep winning games, they're going to have to play that kind of style where they just throw themselves in front of shots and give their body up to try to protect Hart as much as they possibly can and hope that you know, whatever shots get through, he stops. Uh, Pauline, who is your unsung hero? Okay, well, being a Flyers fan, I am a diehard. I was uh, a little girl when they won the Stanley Cup, so I've been waiting ever since. Um, But I'm going to go with Ron Hextall. I said he was the first, you know, person to win the Conn Smythe. Yeah, and and Pauline, I love you, and and certainly please call again. Ron Hextall is the op, no way an unsung hero. Can can I throw an unsung flyer out there? Yeah, we better throw a few just to get this thing working. I don't think anybody's going to name this this guy. backfiring. What? So as a kid who grew up watching and loving the Flyers teams from the mid-1980s, particularly the 85 and 87 teams that went to the finals and lost to the Edmonton Oilers, let me throw out there Ron Sutter. Oh, good. Great defensive player. Great defensive center. Scored some timely goals. Could get you 15 to 25 goals every year. Yep. Was a big cog on those teams. Uh, always played well. Was solid up and down. Ron Sutter from the 80s Flyers. That's pretty good. I'll give you one from the 08 Phillies. Okay. J.C. J. Romero. Excellent. You they can... do not win that World Series. Without... Did... I think did he win two of those games. I think he did, yes. Yeah, you do not win that World Series without J.C. Romero. He and Scott Ayer were the two lefties in that bullpen, and they were really good. All right, so Kyle, take that $50 gift certificate, divvy it up between Mike and myself. He's <laughs> got a T-shirt. It'll be great. We can spend it By on Ralph's way, Thursday I night. Got, we can. Uh, no, it's not, Actually, it's we not from <laughs> It's from Scheib. I got my um, Prism T-shirt from them mm-hmm. that I wear. I get more, I'm more comments on that. Well, not that I wear anything special, but on anything I wear. I have a prison T-shirt as well. Love it. Same same thing. Prism. People always remark about prison it. Prison was the best. It was. There it was great. Yeah. If it wasn't Philly sports, it was softcore pornography. One-stop shopping is hey. <laughs> Dennis in Mount Laurel, you're on uh, with Mike and Glenn. Hey. Gentlemen, how you doing today? Hi, Good. Dennis. Question, how long does Glenn Don't Call Me Doc Rivers get before we have to make All a right, game? I just need to interrupt you. Because I'm Glenn, and I I think you should call him Doc. All right? Yeah, People are saying he doesn't Doc. deserve Doc, call him Glenn. No, as Glenn, I'm not sharing that name. He's Doc on this show. Anyway, how long does he have? Mike, you, yeah. you talked about that before. What do you think? I think they're probably going to give him at least until Harden comes back so that he has a full complement of players. Um, but, man, All right, I'm going to give you an over-under of Christmas. I I think that's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. Um, I just don't see... I've been saying this before, Dennis. I don't see what other moves they have to make. You're not trading Maxi. You're not trading Embiid. Nope. Nope. So... Well, he's got a five... If I remember correctly, he's got a five-year deal and he's on his third year, correct? That's right. They could swallow that. 
That's a lot of money. Uh, they, 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 hey, they're the richest people in the world. The people who own the Sixers. Yeah, don't, don't yeah. worry about that. And the that the swallowing the cap. money is not the issue. Yeah, uh, it's just whether they want to bring in somebody else and feel like maybe Sam Cassell you, is ready. You remember when Chip was taking over the team and Howie Roseman got pushed out on New Year's Eve? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is going to be the Christmas Eve firing of Doc. That's my prediction. Uh, yeah, I, 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 it could be. Yeah, and Merry you guys, Christmas. You guys about you were talking about Andre Iguodala earlier, and there's a couple people who think he may make the Hall of Fame. I'm not one of them. I mean, he was a good player. I understand he won the MVP for the playoffs. That's a two-week stint. Other than that, he made one All-Star team in like 18 years. What do you guys think about him in the Hall of Fame? I think the the standards for most Hall of Fames these days is too low. And to, and to me, Andre Iguodala has had guys had a terrific career, but I don't see him as an immortal. And to me, Hall of Famers are immortals. Yeah, the Hall of Fame is supposed to be about greatness. Yeah, he's the, he would be the Harold Baines of the NBA, of the Basketball Hall of Fame. And, and here's the thing about the Basketball Hall of Fame, guys: the process by which they select the inductees is so secretive compared yeah. to the other halls of fame. Yeah, I don't that know in, how it works. Yeah, invariably you end up saying. Wait, that guy's getting in now? Yeah. Like, I think Jay Wright is a Hall of Fame coach, but the fact that he's already in yeah. is a little weird. It's a little strange. Yeah, it was a little sudden. Uh, Dennis, who's your unsung hero? Well, goes back, uh, I'm going to say, 30 years, and uh, he was a hell of a defenseman, the son of the one of the greatest hockey players of all time. How about that Mark Howe? Okay. We got a few hockey. He's a Hall of Famer. Can you be a Hall of Famer and an unsung hero? Mark Howe was one of the is one of the yeah, ten best flyers of all time. I know. Define it again. So We're, we've done it ten times. So what in the heck is going on? <laughs> well done, Kyle. So we're looking for players who were part of teams that were successful in the city. Yeah, not necessarily champions, but right. Yes, yeah. But but are not necessarily one of the first, I would say, three or four players on that team that jumped to mind immediately. So again, I offered Pedro Feliz on the 2008 Phillies. It works. You offered J.C. Romero on the 2008 Phillies. Not even one of the first two or three pitchers you think of Mm -hmm. on that team, let alone players on the roster. So that's what we're looking for. It's somebody who you go, oh, yeah, he was really key to them winning that championship or yes. making that run, yes. and and I don't think of him right now. Or, away. you know, he was here for a while and was really pretty good, but, you know, he wasn't the top guy. Yeah. Mark Howe was, should have won the Norris Trophy as the best defenseman in the league a couple of times. I, I think he did at least once. I don't think he ever did. He never did? No. He had the problem of playing during a time that Ray Bork and Paul, Paul Coffey. Coffey were playing. Yeah, yeah that didn't help. Uh, Robert in Germantown is with us. Hey, Robert. Hey, guys. Wonderful show. Thanks. I just pulled up to uh, Franklin Field. Uh, you don't talk about it enough, but Penn beats Harvard today and beats Princeton. They're the Ivy League champion. Go Quakers. Congrats. Yeah. Actually, uh, never been. This is on the bucket list. Never been to Ralph's Restaurant. I listened. Oh, I listened. I'm going to go. Just, I'm going to go, Glenn. Yes, but you. when you do, my advice is skip lunch because you want. it's not a place you want to go and, and worry about caloric content. Oh, no, 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 no. And get the muscles, Robert. Get the muscles. The muscles. My wife's a muscle guy. Well, how's their meatballs, Glenn? You sound like meatballs How are their meatballs? Guy. So a few years back, I did my food hunt was meatballs. I think I had 45 different places with meatballs over the course of a few months. Ralph's won. 
And not just with me. They won with a panel of judges. Their meatballs are the best in the city. Excellent. Um, yeah, Rivers has got to go. I've been saying that for years. No news there on the radio. I mean, there's no flow to the game. There's no motion without the ball. They're just Emotion. playing dumb basketball. You're the third uh, no. person today to talk about this team is just flat and joyless. And that's... Yeah. Real problematic. Yeah, and the other factor too, Glenn and Robert, is that every time Doc is given the opportunity to address shortcomings related to the team, he kind of takes the onus off himself. And I think that's really off-putting to a lot of people. Um, and, And that's part of this too, is there's not a sense, he's not giving people in the public a sense that, hey, there are real issues here. I might have to adjust what I'm doing to try to fix them. There's no sense of that at all. It's kind of, hey, look at my track record. I'm a great coach. Yeah, no, he's got to go, man. They got to get some young person there that can get the the joy and you know high ass basketball. Like, I mean, they're wasting Maxi and they're wasting Embiid in his prime. I mean, come on, there's too much talent not to out there and have fun and win games. Mm-hmm. At least that's my 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 two cents. Uh, unsung hero, I'm going to go with Steve Mix. You, who I think was on your show with Ray Glenn. Didn't you guys do a Yeah, we did a Tell Us Your Story with him. Yep, yeah. So I think that's actually a really good name. I do too. The challenge you have here, of course, is that our producer, Kyle Quinn, is... How old are you, Kyle? 27. Yeah. Steve Mix, a name that you even know? You know what? I, I do know him because a caller uh, during the week was like, man, the Phillies should have put out Steve Mix, Bill Berge, and Dave Schultz uh, to throw the first pitch to rattle uh, <laughs> to rattle the Astros. So... Yeah, yeah uh, it it actually that it fits the category well. Yeah, th- it absolutely does. And, and if Kyle was forty-seven, it probably would work. But Kyle's twenty-seven, so I don't know who will. By the way, Sixers' next coach, he's already there. Yeah, Sam Cassell. Yeah, Et, get yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yes, I remember. Yeah, but he can coach, and he it's his time. He's exactly the kind of guy. He's like Tyrone Lue, redo. You know, like. Tyrone Lue was a guy who had been talked about both as a player and then moving up the ranks as somebody who was going to be a good head coach and has since become a really good head coach. Sam Cassell is cut from that same mold. All right, Mike, it is time to talk to one of my, not even one of my favorite callers, not just one of my favorite callers, but one of my favorite people whom I have the pleasure of knowing. I don't know that she has called when you have been on, but be ready okay, for a great time with our pal Linda from Bala. Linda, first off, how are you doing these days? People always ask me, how's Linda feeling? Oh, listen, honey. If I were any better, they'd have to build a monument to me. <laughs> Forget go. about it. Uh, your health is good? Yeah, everything is beautiful. And, and um, you are beautiful, my dear. Thank you. And you too, sweetie puss. There you go. Um, right. Have you ever talked I've to Mike? Been... I never have, Mr. Sealski. I love your work, honey. Thank you, Linda. That's very kind of you. I, Glenn has mentioned you in the past, and I am just tickled that you have called us. Well, I have talked to most every major sports talk show host around the country, but you're sitting with my favorite one and a good friend, too, by the way. We are pals. Okay? We are pals. Um, the thing I wanted to talk about is... We need a shortstop. Okay. Um, there are four of them out there. Well, there could be. Bogarts can opt out if he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, Bogarts, Korea, Swanson, Turner 
the most electric one to me is Trey Turner. I don't know if you agree. He's probably going to be with Swanson, the two most expensive ones. Um, let me ask you a question. I think Turner's number one. You put Swanson above Correa, huh? Yes. Hmm. I think um, I may go Correa first. Why Swanson? Well, I think he's a better hitter, baby. Okay. Uh, Correa's average was not anything I don't believe to write home over. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, none of them really stand out, but Trey Turner, I mean, he, uh, Mad Dog doesn't agree with me. Uh, but I think uh, Turner is just the grooviest. I think he'd be great. I think having friends on the team, well, Bryce Harper as a friend, yeah. helps. I think, as Mike talked earlier, you got your leadoff hitter for years to come. He's a terrific defensive player, and he steals bases, which would be nice. Yeah. And I think stealing's going to come back a bit next year with the bigger base and the end of the shift. I think some of these things are going to become important, and he will be that. Linda, I got to hit a break, but do you have an unsung hero? Michael Renberg. Oh. Oh. Shot and a goal by Linda. That love was, you. Love Bye. you. Bye. We'll talk to you soon. Th- that's a great one. That is absolutely the sweet spot that we had been talking about and looking for. Right there. Yeah. The be- third member of the Legion of Doom, the guy who always gets left out when you talk about that line and its impact on the Flyers in the mid-1990s. Yeah. I mean, Linda from downtown, kaboom. Yeah. You, you see what a great caller she is. That was awesome. Yeah. That was and, awesome. And just a, a lovely person. And, and honestly, the first time that the word groovy has been used in sports talk radio since at least 1979. Uh, well, she, it, she uses it. She's, she's got a, awesome. She's got language all of her own. Awesome. Okay. 215-592-9494. That was fun. Uh, Mike Sealski, Glenn Mack now on 94 WIP. And it is time for me to tell you that fall is upon us. It's that time of year again to uh, consider replacing your old drafting windows and doors before another cold winter season rolls in. When I need a company to help me with the home projects, I turn to the great people at Guided Door and Window. They're the experts. Listen, if you act now, you get 20% off all windows and doors. In addition, God is going to let you start the project today with no money out of pocket. Hello. Take up to three years to pay off interest-free once that job is expertly installed. You're going to be able to start enjoying all the benefits of new, highly energy-efficient windows and doors. You get an increased comfort level in your house, of course, and you got lower monthly energy bills. And all of this is while taking advantage of 20% savings and having the luxury of paying off your project with 0% interest for up to 36 months. This is a great deal. you got to act now. Offers for a limited time only. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Guided today. Schedule a free, no obligation in home estimate at 1 877 GoGuida or visit them at goguida.com. That's go. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.